Yoma Daf The last thing we were discussing was a machloket between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon about the tzitz. That according to Rabbi Yehuda, the tzitz is only mechaper on tumah of korbanot that were done on dafka when the kohen is wearing it on his forehead. And Rabbi Shimon said it's always mechaper because it says tamid. It's always mechaper. And Rabbi Yehuda understood the word tamid that you can't have hesechdat, you can't get your mind off the tzitz, just like by tefillin. And with that, we are starting Chet Amud Aleph, four lines in, where it says, uh, According to Bishimon, who said that the tzitz is always meratzeh, even when it's not on the forehead, but doesn't it say, it has to be on Aharon's uh, forehead at all points? Sakuma so explains, No, that's just telling you where to put it. It's not uh, telling you when it's mechaper or not mechaper. It's just telling you that, where do you put this uh, headband on your forehead. Where does Rabbi Uda learn that the tzitz has to be on the forehead? How does he know where the Torah tells you where to put it on? Look at the end of the pasuk. It says on his forehead. That's uh, how I learned where to put it. So one Rabbi Shimon learned from the end of the pasuk where it says al mitzchah. You're right. Okay, then we're back to the original question. That's in the beginning of the Pasuk. What would Rabbi Shimon do with that? So he answers, He tells you, If it's ra'ui, if it's befitting to put on the head, then it's meratzeh. If not, then no. Meaning, Meaning, if it's bro- if the teeth is broken, it doesn't do its job. It's not mechaper. And according to Rabbi Uda, what happens if the tzitz breaks? How do you know that's not meratzeh? So he would answer you, It could have said mitzah. Why did it say the extra vav mitzah? Coming to teach me dafka when it's able to put on his head, then it's a meratzeh. Rabbi Shimon was do the extra vav mitzah He doesn't hold of that extra vav. He doesn't have that drasha. Now the Gemara is going to go back into the sugya of is Tum'ad Dehuya Betzibur or Hutra Betzibur. Rabbi Udan Rav Nachman hold that it was Mutar Betzibur, totally Mutar, and Rabbi Shimon held like Rav, and Rav Sheshat all together that it's Dehuya Betzibur, meaning not totally Mutar. So now the Gemara asks, let's say Rabbi Udan Rabbi Shimon, like the following Tanaim, the Tanya. Whether the Kohen was going to be burning the para aduma or the Kohen was doing in the service, the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur, both have to be secluded for seven days. And Mazin Alav called Shiva, and they spread them from the from the water of the para aduma for seven days. Mikol from all the hatat, all the ashes that were there up until from that point of since Moshe Rabbeinu, they were be meir. So he gets the, for seven days, Rabbi Meir says they, they spray on him that paraduma. And Rabbi Yossi Omer, and Mazin Allah, Vela, Shirishi, Ushvi'i, Bilvad. On Dafka 3 and 7, like they do with every Tameh. And Rabbi Hanina, Sgana Kohanim Omer, Kohen, Asoref, Taparam, Mazin Allah, Kol Shiva. If you're the Kohen burning the paraduma, it's every single day. Kohen Gadobi, Umakipurim, and Mazin Allah, Ela, Shirishi, Ushvi'i. You only do the 3 and 7. And we're going to explain Rabbi Hanina's kind of coin very soon. But my love, Behaka Miflaga, isn't the machloket uh, between them that Rabbi Meir Savar Tum'ah Dehuyai Betzibur. Rabbi Meir held that Tum'ah is pushed away Betzibur. And therefore, you have to do it the best possible way, which is 
you have to spray the ashes of the paraduma every single day. Not because every day we're worried that it might be the third or seventh day of the tumah. Tum'ah is totally mutar v'betzibur, and therefore three and seven is enough, and you don't need to do every single day. So you see that Rabbi Meir is, and Rabbi Yossi's mahlukit is the same as Rabbi Uda and Rabbi Shimon. The Gemara asks, How could you explain that same mahlukit? If Rabbi Yossi really felt that Tum'ah is mutar v'betzibur, why do you need even, even three and seven? Why do you need that? Just say it's been pushed away, and that's it. Everyone has to say that these Tanaim Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi hold Tumah Dehuyai Bitsibur, Tumah is pushed. The Mahlokit is as follows Rabbi Meir Savar, Amrinan Tevila Bizmana Mitzvah. You have to dip in the mikveh on the correct day. It has to be on the seventh day. And every day it's a Safek seventh day. Therefore, we're going to throw the ashes on you every single day and go to the mikveh every single day. To be tovel on the right day is not a mitzvah. Whenever at the end of the tara process, then go to mikveh. Whenever that might be, it doesn't have to be exact days. So the says, wait a second. He told me Rabbi Yossi held that you don't have to go to mikveh at the right time. We have a brayta. Person had a tattoo with Hashem's name on it. He's not allowed to wash himself because he might, uh, it might it might get erased. And you can't put oil on it. And you can't even stand in a place where it's disgusting. And if he has to go to the mikveh, then you put uh, a rubber band around it. This way you make sure it doesn't get wet, it doesn't get erased. Rabbi Yossi says, go to the mikveh regular, as long as you don't rub it. And we learned in Masechet Shabbat, that their machloket is if going to the mikveh at their exact time is supposed to, is it a mitzvah or not? That Tanakama held that you don't have to go at the right time. And Rabbi Yossi says, you have to go at the right time. So you see, Rabbi Yossi did hold Tevila Bizmana Mitzvah. Not like we want to say over here. So which one is it? Ela, Dekule Alma, according to everyone, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi, Lehane, Tanae, Amrinan, Tevila Bizmana, Disanaim, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Yossi hold that on the Tevila on the third and seventh day is a mitzvah. So what's the real Mahlokit? Rabbi Meir Savar, Makshin and Hazal, Tevila, that going to the mikveh and the days that you have to spray are the same spraying at the right time and tevila at the right time is not the same thing and the only reason it says 3 and 7 is that you shouldn't have more than 4 days in between the the sprayings but but whenever the first one first day starts it starts it doesn't have to start on exact on the exact time you could even start it you know, a couple days afterwards as long as Day three and seven is four days apart, not more. Now let's go back to Rabbi Hanina Saganakranim, who said that the Kohen who burns the para aduma, he has to get sprayed every single day for seven days. And the Kohen Gadol before he comes to work in, on Yom Kippur, he only has to be sprayed on three and seven. 
So now the Gemara asks, "Where be Haninas Gan Akoanim? Imakish Hazalat Vila. If Hazan Tevila are the same and they have to be done at this, the right time because it's a mitzvah, then Afilu Kohen beYom Kippurim Nami. Then even Kohen Gadol before Yom Kippur should have to be sprayed on every single day. And Ilomakish Hazalat Vila. If Hazan Tevila are not the same and Tevila doesn't have to be the exact the right time, Afilu Kohen Asrof Tapara Nami Lulo. He doesn't need every single day. Just pick any three and seven. Like my answer is, le'olam lo makish. No, they're not the same. There's no mitzvah. You don't have to worry about time. Ve'kohena sorif tapara is just a ma'ala ba'alma. It's just a chumrah. And therefore, we're making him do it every single day. So now the Gemara brings a brayta. Keman azla had rabbanan. And who, and they are asking, who does it go like? En ben kohena sorif tapara le'kohen gadol b'yamukipurim. There's no difference between the kohen gadol who burns the para aduma to Kohen Gadol who's about to work before Yom Kippur when it comes to seclusion. Ela, Shezeh, Prishato, Lekdushat, the Kohen Gadol separating because he's going to go into the Kodesh HaKodeshim, Vehav HaKohanim Nogaimbo, and his brothers, the other Kohanim, can touch him as long as he's in his own Lishkat Panhedrin. Vezeh, and the Kohen who's burning the para aduma, Prishato Tahara, he needs to be more Tahor, and therefore, they did more stringencies with him, and they're going to be mahmir to make sure nobody touches him. And again, this all goes back because we're using a kohen tevul yom who went to the mikveh, just waiting for Arif Shemish to go against the tzedokim. Therefore, since we're being lenient legabe tevul yom, we're going to be mahmir legabe other things. And this is one of the humrot, and that's why ve'ene hava kohanim bo, and the other kohanim cannot touch him. By the way, Tosfot explains a little bit differently. He says, Zepri Shatolik Dusha is because Lishkata Palhedrin was in the Beit HaMikdash area, and the Kohen who was burning the para is Prishatolik Tahara. He went to a place called Lishkat Beta Even. Over there, everything was made of Kelea Gilalim, Kelea Avanim, and so on. Now, either way, Keman, who is this Braita that touching the Kohen who is in seclusion is the difference? So he said, It's either one of them. And it can't be Rabbi Haninas Gana Kohanim. There's one, because if it's Rabbi Haninas Gana Kohanim, there's one more difference that when do we spray them? Kohen Gadol before Yom Kippurim, three and seven, the Kohen burning the Paraduma every single day. That's the difference. That's the question. According to the Tanaim who hold that you have to burn, you have to spray him every single day for seven days. Bishlama Rishon. I understand why you spray him the first day, Shemesh Shelishi, because maybe that first day is day number three, or Sheni Shemesh Shelishi, or maybe the second day because it's the third day, or Shelishi Shemesh Shelishi because maybe the third day is the third day, right? That I got. Hamishi and the same idea. Hamishi the fifth day, Shemesh Shvi'i. Shishi shemeshevi'i, shevi'i shemeshevi'i. All that makes sense. Elarevi'i lama li hazakla. Why do I need a hazaah on the fourth day? One way or another, lo bishlishi ikalisapuket can't be the third. Velo bishvi'i ikalisapuket can't say it's the seventh day either. So the Gemara explains. Utamich, according to you, hazaah koshiv amika. Is there such thing as spraying all seven days? We said spraying is shavut. What does it mean? It usually means you spray him seven days except for Shabbat. Also, it means six days. 
seven days except the, the fourth day that they don't spray him because uh, it doesn't make sense to spray him. And there's no there's no suffix to him on that fourth day. So now, Amar Avaf, we're already saying that we don't spray on Shabbat or on that fourth day. Helkach, Kohen Gadol Bayom Kippurim. We're not sure which day is going to be Yom Kippur. It all depends on based on Rosh Chodesh. Therefore, on the third day of Tishrei, we're going to seclude him. Whenever that Kimmel Tishrei is going to come out, we're going to separate him. And even though it could very well be that we're going to take away two sprays from him, the fourth day that we don't do, and the other one could come out on Shabbat. When it comes to a paraduma, it's up to us when to set up a new burning of the paraduma. We separate him on the, on Wednesday, the fourth day of the week. So the fourth day will be Shabbat, and this way uh, he'll get the spray one, two, three. And uh, f- five, six, and seven, and the fourth day will be Shabbat. Now, we know that the Kohen was secluded to a chamber called Lishkat Parhedrin. Tanya Rabbi Uda, Vechi Lishkat Parhedrin, Haita. Was it really called uh, the Lishka of the, the servants of the king? Vahala Lishkat Balvate, Haita. It was the chamber of the governor, the senators. It was something more mechubad, more honorable. So Rabbi Uda explains. In the beginning, they would call it the Chamber of Senators, Governors, something more mechubad, more honorable. But then they got a point where the Kohanim Gedolim would pay for the Kuna Gedola, and they wouldn't make it past the year, because they would walk into the Kodesh Kodeshim, they would die, and next year would have to change it. And each new Kohen Gadol would destroy this uh, chamber and build something even nicer. Every 12 months, uh, we'd get a nicer one. It's like these lower level servants that the king changes every year. Therefore, they ended up uh, calling it the Lishka of the Paradrin. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.